Well, hello, and welcome to another episode of Actors Inspiration with Amber Wagner. Happy Friday! Two days in a row? What? I have been trying to keep the uh, episodes to maybe once a week, twice a week, for a couple reasons. Uh, One, because the world does not stop when I stop talking, obviously. And two, I want to make sure that the content is valuable. And if I don't have anything that I feel is super valuable to share, then I'm not going to waste anybody's time. But last night was one of those nights where I realized that our tribes are so important. I was on set last night and this is why I'm sharing. Um, I was supposed to be wrapped approximately 8 p.m. yesterday, and I got there at, my call time was 12.30. I left my house at 10.30 because if you listen to yesterday's episode, you know that I got there early so that I could read a script for an audition that I had. So I left my house at 10.30, planned on being home at 8, knowing that um, my dog was going to be home alone because I took my husband to the airport yesterday. And she has a doggy door. So luckily she can go to the bathroom. That's not, you know, that wasn't an issue. Anyways, fast forward to end of the night. I was in the, my last scene was the second to the last scene of the night. And then the next scene after that was like a two and a half page scene. So when my scene wraps, I'm wrapping up all my stuff, getting my stuff together. And the PA comes over and says, no, we actually need you to stay for B-roll. And that's going to take place after the scene. And I went from zero to panic in 2.4 seconds, thinking about, oh my gosh, my dog's going to be home for more than 12 hours by herself. She's going to wonder where I am. She hasn't been fed. I am the worst dog mom. What am I going to do? And this is where the tribe comes in handy. I created a text and I sent it to Ogie, Holly, and Heather at the same time because it was muy importante that somebody walk me off the ledge ASAP. And I didn't want to just text one and hope that one called me back. But here's the beauty of Tribe. Holly and Ogie both got back to me ASAP and Heather would have, I know, but she was on an airplane at the time. But you know, you never know if somebody has Wi-Fi. And Holly assured me that Happy would be fine Ogie assured me that Happy would be fine and also gave me ideas of people to call. So I reached out to my stepdaughter, my neighbor across the street. Um, and f- finally, she mentioned my grandson who just got a set of wheels on Super Bowl. So he's driving now. So my grandson came through last night. I said, but I need your help. He just got off work. And um, he's like, sure, Gramber, I got it. I- I'll go take care of it. And I cannot tell you. The peace that I felt the moment I knew that my grandson was going to take care of my dog and I could refocus on work, and this all took place within about 10 minutes. It only took me about 5, 10 minutes to settle back down, and the minute I knew everything was handled, I could take a deep breath and I could get back to work and stay positive, be grateful for being there, but I needed help in that moment. And so I share with you Because we will all have moments in life, in work, in any time when all of a sudden our plan, just like I talked about yesterday, and that's why I thought it was so important to come back today and and follow up because I ate my own medicine, you know, 
stuff doesn't always work the way that we thought it would or the way that we planned. And it's so important for me to have resources when things get off kilter so that I can pull myself back and I cannot always do that by myself. So I encourage and I implore you to have people that you can text and it that that can that you know are going to pull you out of out of the fire. I knew that I was not on fire, but I felt like I was on fire and I just needed somebody else's brain to help get me through that moment so that I could be the best version of myself on this job that I'm really grateful for. So please 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 build your tribe and utilize them. Don't, you know, uh, you know, I I don't want to give advice, but my suggestion is to not feel like you have to go through everything alone. You don't. There are people that love you. There are people that support you. Let them love you. Let them support you. Phone a friend. <laughs> Muy importante. Um, but while we are here, um, I wanted to share a couple other things. Um, I just listened this morning, for those of you that don't listen to this podcast, Smartless, such a fun listen. Sean Hayes and um, uh, Jason Bateman and Will Arnett. Um, And I listened to the interview with Brendan Fraser, who is in the movie The Whale, that is getting much acclaim. Um, And Brendan Fraser talks about his journey as an actor, how he had so much success early on. Like, he just kind of got to L.A., met some casting directors, and literally started working. And he has a wonderful story for that. And it got to a point where, where's Brendan Fraser? Well, it wasn't that he wasn't not working. He was not getting the big budget films he once did when he was in his 20s. So his 30s and early 40s, he said he'd work on like, you know, maybe a project a year, but that was a far cry from what he used to do. And now he's making this resurgence. So it's a fickle industry that we're in. Some people have the consistency out the gate and they continue to work. And most people have seasons. We have seasons of working and we have seasons of dry spells. So what is it we do in the dry spells to keep ourselves motivated, excited, um, wanting? You know, and sometimes people take breaks. They're like, I just need a break because the hours are no joke. You know, not just the hours on set, they're long days. The hours prepping and researching and uh, studying and going after the job, like the, the, the amount of time we spend going after the job and then we get the job and how much time that job's going to take. So it's a very time-consuming job and you're not always getting paid for the time that you're working on getting a job. So <laughs> again, the importance of having a job outside of your craft until you get to that point where you don't have to so that you can have your craft, whatever that is, be creative, Um, you know, whether that's, you know, a a remote job, which is, you know, ideal because you can work from home and get yourself tapes in, you know, restaurants are a place to make easy, quick money, not, I shouldn't call it easy, it's it's work, but um, you're not usually there for, you know, eight hours a day, you should go in four, five, six hours, make your money and you go. So there's ways to be creative in in supporting yourself um, while you're doing this craft. So another thing I wanted to talk about, and I wanted to invite you to try when you are on set, the days are long, as I've talked about many times, for those of you that work, you know this, and I purposely do not bring a 
charger with me to set. I have my car charger so that I can always, you know, charge, use my Google Maps and stuff. But when I'm on set, I do not bring one of those personal chargers for the purpose, like purposely, so that I am not on my phone all day long. I bring a book. I meet new people. I talk to the PAs. I talk to the ADs. I talk to the cast. I talk to the background. I talk to the stand-ins. I talk to the crafty. I make it a point to get to know the people I'm working with and not like kill my eyeballs staring at the device all day long. Do I look at my phone? Absolutely. But once my battery looks like it's starting to click down, I'm like, okay, I've been on my phone too much. And I put it away, you know, and I'll check to see if I get a text or a phone call and I'll return that. That's fine. But I purposely do not bring a backup battery so that I do not spend my whole day on my phone. So I don't know if that helps you. I don't know if that works for you. Some people are like, I cannot not have my battery. And that's okay. You do you, boo. I am just giving the invitation to um, do things different other than be on the phone all day. Uh, I also wanted to share that... um, passing on an audition. So I mentioned yesterday that I had an audition in Beverly Hills today for a podcast audition, and I um, had confirmed it. This was a note to self. I usually do research before I confirm an audition. I did not this time. I confirmed it, and then I did my research, and I could not find anything on this producer. And I looked on the... Google Maps to where this was. And even though it's in Beverly Hills, it was a very weird sketch location. And when my gut is telling me, "Mm, nope, something's not right here, I listened to my gut. So I went back on to the casting site to see if I could leave a message, leave a note. I think it was on Casting Frontier um, to let them know that I was not going to make it. And there was not a place to unconfirm. It was just confirmed. So unfortunately, I will be a no-show to this morning's audition uh, for this podcast. And I'm okay with that. In my gut, it did not seem like it was something that was going to be... uh, Anyways, I just listened to my gut. So I'm usually one to say, show up for the audition, show up for the opportunity. like, And... I just had one of those moments where mm-mm, didn't feel right. So we got we to gotta listen to ourselves. And maybe I missed an opportunity. Don't know. I also read in the fine print that the first episode was unpaid. And I'm like, mm, no, no, I, 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 I get paid for my work. Uh, not to say that student films, like if it's a great, you know, Chapman student film or an AFI student film, I am down to uh, be in a collaborative process with artists that are coming up and to be able to give back to people that are just starting out. I'm all for it. So I don't mean that like I have to get paid for everything, but if it's a professional job, I, I'm getting paid. I'm to that point as an actor that I don't work for free unless it's for a friend, you know, that that I'm helping out or, you know, a student that's coming up. That's just my own personal boundary. Um, And I will close with two things. One, as I mentioned yesterday uh, in the episode that I called Follow the Signs, as soon as I finished recording that episode, I looked on my text messages and I had a message from Ogie saying, hey, this casting director is going to be uh, seeing people on Saturday. I think you should see her. And I just went, okay, my calendar was free Saturday morning. And I said, yes, follow the signs. This casting director I have not met before. I have a time tomorrow morning to meet with this casting director. And I followed the sign. Ogie gave me a sign. I followed it. So what sign today 
are you going to follow? What opportunity is going to come in front of you that you will have an opportunity go yes or no? And the choice is up to you. And just look for the signs. Look for the signs that leads you to the next best place. So this is what I'm going to finally close with. One thing I am very grateful for in the fact that, you know, I've mentioned many times that I have not drank in over 10 years now. And um, in recovery, there is a acceptance prayer that is spoken um, at a meeting that I attend. And I'm just going to share this acceptance prayer because this is what finally, after speaking with Ogie and speaking with Holly yesterday and in between the texts when I was not able to reach them, I went back to this. And you don't have to be in AA to appreciate the words of the acceptance prayer. And if you're not into God, then make it be universe or something else. But I ask that you are able, I hope, not ask, I hope that you're able to hear the message and maybe this will help you. So it says, acceptance is the key. Acceptance is the answer to all of my problems today. When I am disturbed, it is because I find some person, place, or situation, some fact of my life unacceptable to me, and I can find no serenity until I accept that person, place, thing, or situation as being exactly the way it is supposed to be at this moment. Nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake until I could accept my, it says alcoholism because that's my issue. I could not stay sober. Unless I accept my life completely on life terms, I cannot be happy. I need to concentrate not so much on what needs to be changed in the world as what needs to be changed in me and in my attitudes. So I share that because when I was panicking last night, all I could think of, nothing, absolutely nothing happens in this world by mistake. Like there is a reason I am still here and maybe it was just so I could exercise reaching out and see that people have my back. Like I don't know and I don't need to know why the delay happened, but it did and it allowed my grandson to step up. It allowed my friends to help me. It allowed me to remember to have serenity no matter what. So I invite you to think about what and where you need to be in acceptance about And when you are in the rush and brush of it all to be able to breathe and you don't have, acceptance does not mean condoning what's happening. It means accepting that it's happening because it is. (laughs) Okay, this is happening. What can I do? What can I do? How can I make this be okay? And that's what I needed to do last night while I was on set when I wasn't getting home at the time I thought I would be. I hope some of this helped today. If no one else tells you today, I believe in you. Go create some miracles and always believe that you can. (sighs) Take it easy. Surrender to what is and enjoy blossoming into who it is you're becoming. I look forward to talking to you soon.